Well, hello, internet friends near and far. Welcome to another episode of Parks and Conversation. And this is a podcast where we watch an episode of Parks and Recreation, and then we converse about it. And I'm Jason, and I'm joined all the way uh, across town by the power of the internet, maybe by my friend Jeremy. Say hello, Jeremy. Hey, how's it going? Well, it's uh, well, we're recording. That's we did it. We did it. <laughs> <laughs> Listener, we had many challenges, but nothing would keep us from uh, recording this episode because this episode may be one of the most important as episodes uh, in the history of television because we are introduced to the Cones of Dunshire. Amen. <laughs> yes, amen. <laughs> the Ledgerman. Um, so, the uh, yeah, this is... This is one of the most important memes of the whole show, I think. It's all about the cones. It all starts here. And uh, yeah, Jeremy, what are your first impressions on this here episode? Oh, man. Uh, I love this episode. Uh, anytime an episode starts with Ben and his Letters to Cleo t-shirt, you know something amazing is going to happen. And this episode did not disappoint. Yeah, So Yeah. Uh, you know, Ron, Ron's storyline is, is kind of, it's, it's fine. It's kind of sweet actually. Um, and Jer a lot of Jeremy jam in this one, not quite as grating as usual, but still very, uh, funny. Um, and then of course, Ben's, Ben's storyline is, is my favorite in this one. I thought, uh, Adam Scott did an amazing job in this episode. So yeah. What, how about you? What'd you think? I love... I love Ben's story in this episode because we get to meet Bar Barney uh, again. And also uh, the office is built out a little bit more. Um, and is it Fred who comes? Frank, I think it's, I think it's Frank. Frank. Frank, yes. Frank who yeah. took his job through the job last time Ben quit. Um, and uh, yeah, just seeing his uh, like prove it, prove yourself attitude towards ben is great i love it there are no complaints with the ben storyline i'm not crazy about jeremy but i do like chris in that uh, the where where chris ends up in that storyline yeah, that's uh, true that's good and uh and then also ron is great and i'm I, another element of ron and uh april's relationship that is like these two are going to be the best of friends forever. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's it, there's a lot of good stuff. So, uh, why don't we why don't we analyze and talk about this stuff a little bit more in depth? And we'll start with Ron's story, and then we'll talk about Ben's story for a bit, and then we'll take a little break because we got some emails, and then we'll wrap up with Leslie's story and conclude uh, with Ben again because those stories end together. So. That sounds that good. Sound? Let's, do, right. let's, let's do that. All right, let's do it. So uh, if you have my spreadsheet, Jeremy, I uh, color-coded everything uh, because Spe I can't Speaking help. of spreadsheets, what's up? <laughs> I can't help myself. Um, and uh, so we are going to be looking at the blue. Blue, yeah, <laughs> the blue, the blue section. I've got, I've got yellow, blue, and green. Yes, that is... Those are the colors I chose because they're the easiest to get to in the color selector. <laughs> so, all right, that is an aggressive green. 
Let's do this. It is. <laughs> There's also a bit of a theme throughout this episode because all of these episodes, all of the different storylines are dealing with money in some way or another. And so, um, yeah, true. so it, it picks up uh, the, the, the blue story, Ron's story. Uh, he is going to sell his cabin. And uh, he's made his his uh, his listing. Um, and uh, Jeremy, what uh, could you can you share the listing? What it actually he, says? Yeah, he hasn't had much luck finding a buyer uh, with the, with the listing uh, that April reads to him for sale, small house, location, forest. Yeah, uh, current, current owner will not clean up shotgun shells or animal carcasses. <laughs> I just love April's like, it's a bit wordy, don't you think? <laughs> and Ron's like, hmm. Like, the, his reaction is like, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, maybe. Right. And I, I just, uh, I, th- there is anytime Ron is interacting with the public and with strangers, he gives yeah. no information. And so it's just on point, really. Like, for sale, small house, location, forest. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I love that. And yet, and yet he's frustrated that nobody is, there's no, no takers, right. no offers yet. Right, because it sounds like I'd like to sell you my cabin, but first I'd like to murder you. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, ah, I don't know. Like that episode of um, <laughs> of uh, the IT crowd where Moss answers that personal ad um, with, with the, the German. German. And the German, like, yeah. they watch the German's a movie. ad is like, I'd like to cook with you. <laughs> <laughs> cook with you, yes. Turns out he's a cannibal. <laughs> so... <laughs> And Moss is like, oh, oh my God, what a misunderstanding. <laughs> <laughs> but he finds a friend because, and then I sorry, I know this is not the podcast, but that one's so funny because then Roy, Roy's, they find out because they've been wanting to watch this movie. And then they find out that the the German, the, the cannibal has an amazing home entertainment system. Right. And so they go along with it for a while just so they can watch their movie on his whole. And the German's like, well, what about now? <laughs> like, and, when are we going to, when are we going to do this thing? Anyway, right. if you haven't, if listener, if you haven't watched IG crowd, go just stop what you're doing and go watch it. It is a very funny show. It is still on Netflix. Whereas our favorite shows are constantly being removed from Netflix. IT crowd holds strong. We're not even, we're not even finished, which is the worst. Anyway, that's some feels. I'm sorry. They keep doing that to you. No, uh, right. Yeah. So we come to find out that, uh, Donna wants to help sell it because she recently got her real estate license. And I love how she presents her business card with the phrase split out. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so she is, uh, Ron reads it, Regal Me Realty, find your castle. Um, and so he's like, yeah, I, I could use some help. And then Tom's like, I want to get in on this because Tom wants to be a mogul. Uh, and uh, being a real estate mogul is a hot mogul right now. So uh, Tom gets in and they decide to split the commission. And anytime Tom and Donna get involved together, they instantly write a jingle, harmonize on the jingle, and you know things are mm-hmm. going to go great. So let's As try it. written. <laughs> let's try it with the delay on the line. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <clears throat> so, delay on the line. Oh, perfect. what's that? Nailed it. I thought that, I thought that, was, I thought that, was, I thought that was it. <laughs> Yeah, but, uh, so listener, that's the delay that you just experienced. <laughs> that's how far off we are on this, on yeah. this show. 
I mean, we it, it usually takes like an hour to listen to. It takes four hours to record <laughs> as we're just working through the delays. Don't worry about it, listener. We do this for you. We do this for you. All hey, how's it going? All handful of you. <laughs> uh, so I'm Jer. I'm Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's <was> dumb. <laughs> All right, so uh, they get out All to right, the cabin, I can, I can <laughs> and uh, and Ron uh, Tom asks why is he selling, and Ron uh, is like, uh, you know, I recently purchased a new a cabin big enough for the whole family, and I can't justify owning four cabins. And then he pauses, looks at the TV, two cabins, <laughs> the, looks at the camera, two cabins, not the TV. Um, and so the new cabin is much better for the whole family. There's a tire swing, access to a lake. Uh, and it doesn't have the perimeter traps <laughs> that uh, Ron has set up around the property, so it's a safer place. Um, and uh, and, so, and that's how you know he's committed to this relationship. Yeah, he's releasing his uh, one of his many cabins uh, to uh, make room for his family, which is great. It's it's wonderful. And uh, so Donna is like, I usually do five percent commission, but I'll do it for three for you. And uh, <laughs> friends and family discount. And Ron's like, no, make it five. I don't want you to get us any ideas about us being friends, which I love about Ron. Um, Respect. Yeah. And then uh, Tom starts uh, staging the place with like, he goes inside and he's like, what kind of fake antlers do you want to hang scarves on? <laughs> and, uh, and he's like, ah, oh, crocheted. And Donna's on board and you could see Ron's heart like breaking uh, as they're talking about like putting up visit France posters and stuff. Uh, and so he growls. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> he growls. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so then April's like, you want to stay outside while, uh, and do nothing while they make your cabin look like garbage. <laughs> I'd like that very much. <laughs> we can watch the shadows get longer, which is what probably Ron's been doing at that, at that cabin for years anyway. Like, sure. Yeah. I'm just going to watch time pass. Uh, so then people start showing up and it is going great. I get there doing the open house and, um, uh, Ron is not really excited about all the people being at his cabin, which is like his safe place. Right. And, uh, and so he's like, people won't leave. And it's like one person even looked in the bathroom <laughs> and Donna's like, yeah, that's good. We might get some offers. Um, and Tom, <laughs> lights an evergreen candle and Ron's like, you know, you could have just opened the door and let the actual smell of the trees in. Um, and, uh, yeah. So then some hipsters are there and they're like, this place is so random. Uh, and like, <laughs> I like how it's in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> and April like jumps in on mimicking their, their hipsterism as she's trying to help and talks about how it's a meta cabin um, the jokes, how long it takes to get here. Uh, and they're like, oh yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, then also like Ben or April talks about Dave Eggers writing a short story there. And, uh, Ron's like, what are you doing? And she's like, I'm trying to get these dumb dumbs to pay more money. And then she's like, Nico case and Ben Gibbard made out here once, <laughs> which is like peak mid 2000. <laughs> like hipsterism, right? <laughs> like Ben Gibbard from Death Cab for Cutie and Nico Case making out someplace. Wow. This has got to be a, a hipster mecca. But do you like Death Cab for Cutie? Oh, yeah, very much so. Well, agree. 
How do you feel about Wilco? They're, yeah, no, I, I I haven't gotten into them a lot, but what I've what I've heard is is pretty good. It, yeah, I don't know. What about you? I, I enjoy most Wilco that I've heard. I don't think I I like Yankee Hotel Foxtrot is a great album. Yeah, um, and and then I've listened to off and on to different albums, and I, I've liked it. But every time I look at the lead singer of Wilco, who is the lead singer of Lands Lands and Land Land Ho, and the Land Ho. Concert, um, every time I look at him, I'm like, is he trying to look like Peter Jackson? Is that, <laughs> is that the look he's going for? <laughs> I, and I get confused. So, um, anyway, that's, what, that's probably why it takes him so long to put out albums. It's the I don't, Peter Jackson oh, effect. They put out so many albums, man. I don't think that's the case. They do. <laughs> they put out, they do. That's part of why it's like hard to keep up with Wilco. It's like, there's so much music. How did you do this? So, anyway, them and Weezer. Slow down, Weezer. Slow down. Nobody asked for most of these. Hey, they're in their seasons. It's fine. <laughs> you love uh, Weezer. Listener Jason does not love Weezer. I I love that what did, song. What did Weezer What did Weezer ever do to you? Almost nothing. Okay. Um, no, I don't mind Weezer. It's just most of their songs sound exactly the same. Mm-hmm. It's comforting. <laughs> yeah, it's like mac and cheese. Don't try to, <laughs> don't try to mix yeah. it up. They're the mac and cheese of pop. Mm-hmm. Ooh-wee-oo. You look just like Buddy Holly. So, cut back to, after this diversion, back on to uh, the selling of Ron's cabin. Uh, they're getting multiple bidders, and there's people putting their financials together. It's going really great, and one guy wants to just tear the place down and use it for the land to put in a glamping uh, place, which Ron comes finds out is glamour camping, and he's like, you're describing a hotel. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, and he, that doesn't really go with Ron's whole like ethos in the world. And uh, one of the hipsters says, hey, do you ever think about putting some mustache wax in there to like curl up the ends? And Ron growls even more. He closes the open house. He's like, we're not taking any more offers. Uh, sunsets in 95 minutes. Good day. And Tom's like, <laughs> I love that the, the, the mustache wax is the, is the straw that breaks the camel's back. Like, yeah, that, that's it. I can't anymore. I'm not mustaching any waxing of any sort. <laughs> uh, so, and then Tom tries to sell the charm of the place with the cantankerous old coot who owns it. Uh, and so the open house did not go great. However, uh, Donna cut back to the office. Donna's on the phone and she's, uh, receiving an offer from that couple that liked the house so much. Um, and, uh, and I was like, I despise them. He's like, well, they came back with a new offer and jacked that shoes up. <laughs> so, uh, it's way over asking price. And, uh, and Tom's like, this is a huge bid. You can't just turn it down. And, and he's excited because it's, he's, he's going to be a mogul. Um, mm-hmm. and Ron points out that he built this whole cab. He bought the cabin 18 years ago for $2,000. He doesn't care about the money. <laughs> Tom's like, I can't even understand the word you're saying right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was, you know, Ron had, had this refuge in this cabin and it was Im- important and he wants the next person to see it as that. Um, for, for their family and in April then offers to buy it. And, uh, Tom is like, you can't afford that. Can you? 
And then Ron, Ron gets into like, what are you going to use it for? And she says, Andy and I will go up there with Champion and get away from everyone. And we'll look at spiders. Uh, and it's where <laughs> I bury the bodies of that annoying couple after I murder them. And her offer is everything in her purse. Uh, and so what's in her purse, Jeremy? This is like, this is like a let's make a deal episode. Yeah. Like $100 to anybody who can come up with somebody else's inhaler. Yeah. But in this situation, it's a cabin for anybody who can come with somebody else's inhaler. That's so, true. Yeah. She offers them $8, a bunch of loose cough drops and Larry's asthma inhaler. And I love Larry's like, I've been looking for that. <laughs> and he was like, this is part of a real estate transaction now. And he's like, Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you have no legal claim to it. Oh, <laughs> uh, Larry, Larry, Larry. Sorry. I had no idea. Um, yeah. So they, uh, I'm looking at this offer from April and $8 and cough drops and a, an inhaler. I mean, that's probably what worth like $48,000 because, you know, inhalers are yeah, not cheap. Medicine's expensive. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily it was somebody else's. Yeah. <laughs> I've worked out well for April, but I, here's my question. What kind of cough drops would you be willing to make this deal for? The, the, only, the only correct answer is Ricola. Oh, what? Yeah, dude. Ricola. Or Fisherman's Friends. What? Oh. <laughs> what are you? Are you like a Halls guy? Oh, like, yeah. oh. I'm a oh. Halls man, like my father oh. and his, his father before him. Oof. Halls cherry oh. with mentholiptus. Oh, my goodness. It's so good. So good. Is that, what, is that what you're eating while you're putting on your Old Spice? And like, oh, man, that's so. Yeah. I know, man. If I Ricola. see a, Come a on. bag of Hall's cough drops, I'll just have one. <laughs> like, You're like old man candy. Yeah, let's exactly. do this. <laughs> one time for Halloween, uh, we our house no. didn't. Uh, let me finish this story. <laughs> our house didn't really celebrate Halloween. And so they would turn off the lights and everything. Like we would just sit in the dark. <laughs> Like, this is scarier than actually celebrating Halloween, guys. <laughs> right. And uh, we had, we lived on a corner lot on a neighborhood. And so like, it wasn't actually, there weren't any sidewalks. It was actually hard to get to our house, you know, from like mm -hmm. where the, most of the houses in the neighborhood were. And, uh, and so somebody came one year and my dad, we didn't have any candy. And so my dad gave them cough drops. <laughs> <laughs> True story. And uh, I, I totally, I'm like, I was kind of jealous. I was like, well, I'd like some cough drops. So. <laughs> I love them. What flavor of uh, Ricola are you going with? Oh, just original. Original is good for me. Are you what? Are you a menthol what is or? Flavor? Uh, I think it tastes like the the Alps. I think <laughs> it tastes like Lederhosen. Or the, strangely, tastes like yeah, the Matterhorn and uh, <laughs> those those large whatever whatever uh, the the horn things that they use are. Yeah. Have you been to? Uh, Leavenworth, when they at the Enzian, they had the guy blowing the horn. Have you been there when he blows that no, horn? I, I have not. It's pretty uh, boring. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it! Yeah, but it would be better if you had some Rocola. That's all I'm saying. Mm, yeah. What, what 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 halls are you? Are you a cherry or? I am cherry. Oh, um, I, oh. I won't uh, turn down the honey. Honey, yeah. honey, oh, honey's so good. Honey's fine. Do, do you go for the ones that have like the liquid, the goo in, in the middle now? No, no. no. I, I didn't sign up for gushers. <laughs> <laughs> that's, not my, that's not my jam. 
<laughs> so geriatric gushers. <laughs> yeah. No, thank you. I mean, I, I think I saw, I think I saw a commercial for those during, uh, during uh wheel of fortune so right after the hover round commercial <laughs> yeah i don't like how the wheel of fortune uh has everybody in little booths <laughs> i don't like this <laughs> this is a real problem for me every time i turn it on it's like it's not the same <laughs> ovid you've ruined everything uh, uh yeah so i would uh i would take this deal from april if it was a bunch of loose cherry halls cough drops oh uh, if they're stuck together, that's fine. That's one cough drop. I just, I would just, I'd take the $8 and just let her keep him. That's mm. yuck. All right. So Ron takes the offer <laughs> and, <laughs> uh, and then Donna is like, this can't be real. And so then Ron, uh, gives her, her commission and Donna then slides a coin over to, <laughs> to uh tom it's and here's your share mogul <laughs> <laughs> so hey, you gotta start somewhere all right nobody said it was easy nobody said it was easy nobody all right so so that's the uh <laughs> that's ron's story which is excellent uh let's talk about ben's story because ben recently uh lost his job again he got fired from earning sweetums um and uh so last time he lost his job he was super depressed and Got into claymation. Jeremy, what is he getting into this time? Board game creation. Now, board games are us are you and I both enjoy board games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I received many board games for Christmas this year, partly because I bought them oh. myself. <laughs> <laughs> what'd you what'd you get? Uh well, I bought uh <laughs> I bought the Marvel Champions card game. Okay. I Bought Kathy the new Wingspan expansion. Oh yeah, is that the Asian one? Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is a, a Asian part crap. of the theme for this episode. Uh, <laughs> um, and then I also bought or, or received um, the uh, Call to Adventure, uh, the Stormlight Archive edition, because <laughs> I'm a nerd for Brandon Sanderson. Uh, they're upstairs, so I can't see them right now. Um, the Cascadia. Oh, thing, yeah. Our Cascadia is really good. We got uh, a new Azul, the one about the, the windows mm-hmm. instead of the floor. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, man. And two more. <laughs> we got a lot of games. Wow. Yeah. You went for it. Well, there were was, there was massive sales at Barnes & Noble. There was a... Uh, every board game was 50% off between Christmas and, and uh, New Year's. Yeah, that's a good and deal. So, yeah, it was a really good deal because board games are expensive. But one thing they about are. board games, did you get board games for Christmas? Uh, I got games? Battle of the <clears throat> Battle of the Bards, um, which is yeah, which uh, we haven't played yet. Um, and I'm trying to think. I think we got one other one, but I can't remember what it is right now. Um, I got I got Terry the new Splendor, the two player Splendor game. Splendor um, Duel. Splendor Duel. Yes, yeah, that looks good. Uh, yeah. So yeah, listener, board games are amazing. And the great thing about board games is that you can, like, I look at it, like, you know how expensive it is to go out to see a movie anymore? Very. Like tickets are $17 or, or more, depending upon where you go see them. And like for a family of four, so I started thinking, I was like, okay, we can wait for the movie to come out. We can rent it later or whatever. And then instead you can take 50 bucks 
or whatever it would cost and go buy a board game, which you can play over and over again. Even if you play it one time, you only watch the movie one time. So, you know, and sometimes you can sell the game back. You can, you know, give it to a friend. You can have game nights. So games, that's where it's at, man. What what were you going to say? The good thing about board games? Well, I was going to say the thing about board games is sometimes you play a game and it seems like anybody could come up with this. Right. But that's not true. (laughs) Games are very complicated. Yeah. Even like very simple games have a a mechanic that's at work that is uh, important to the whole game. So like Splendor Duel is one of those games that like you look at it and like it were just splendor the normal one it's like well, i'm just trying to get points to get these cards and mm-hmm. you know and so but it's an engine building game it's not a card right. collection game and so like the engine building all of this stuff like once you get the engine going it starts happening and uh those kinds of games when they're super simple like splendor like simple looking um the actual work of it behind designing it like Probably took a really long time. Right. Ben's been out of work for like a week. Yeah. <laughs> and so he's made this game called The Cones of Dunshire. <laughs> and The Cones of Dunshire <laughs> is one of those games that, as he as you're looking through all of the ways he talks about it, like, I feel like Ben Wyatt, every time I try to explain, like, how to play... <laughs> Gloomhaven. Scythe or something. Oh my gosh. Like Scythe is such a fun game, but there's so many little intricacies and rules and everybody's playing a different game <laughs> until like you actually like accidentally bump into each other and like, oh, now we got to fight. And that's a whole nother game. Right. And like, that's the cones of Dunshire, but with like massive cones. <laughs> <laughs> Well, obviously, they'll be bigger in, in the real game. <laughs> <laughs> obviously. Uh, but the way he talks about, like, the different rule roles, like, the you've got two wizards, a maverick, the arbiter, two warriors, a corporal, and a ledgerman. <laughs> and, uh, and then you've got corporal. And as, even as he's explaining it, he's like, oh, wait a second. Why didn't I think about this? And he starts putting, like, yep. another element to the game. And Leslie just looks at him like, when do you go back to work? <laughs> He's like, this is nothing. Is it? Oh, it's not nothing, Ben. You're so yeah. close. Keep it it's going. So funny. It's so funny. And as uh, I have lover, tried. What's that? I love what? As a lover of board games, it's no. like one of those things where it's just like, I get it, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I've I've tried. I I have multiple game ideas in the works, and I think there are millions of us out there who can say the same thing. Uh, but you're right. Coming up with the not just the mechanics, but the balance behind it to actually make it fun, <clears throat> you know, because like somebody finds that one flaw in the game and it kind of ruins everything, you right. know. Um, kind of like there's, you know, one of my first introductions to games outside of Monopoly and and those kinds of old school games, which are fine in their own way, um, not knocking them, but was Catan, and which is a great little segue because they actually uh, asked the creators of Catan, Mayfair Games, to um, create a game for this episode. And so the the people who created Catan came up with the prototype for Cones of Dunshire. Um, and they, I guess they just had an absolute blast making it. And then they made for, uh, Gen Con, 
which was a game, a big game convention in Indiana every year. It's like huge. Mm-hmm. Um, they made a playable version, but like a giant playable version. And you could be one of the characters for charity. Uh, like you could, you could bid to be in the game. And I guess it was super punishingly difficult to play. Um, but people, <laughs> people had fun and I get, there were rumors, there was even a Kickstarter to try to get it made. Um, but the rules, my understanding is that the rules were so like such a joke and then to try to implement them they're like, they didn't know how to actually make the, like the game like fun and playable itself. And so it just kind of fizzled and petered out. So I, right. but I just like the idea because Catan was one of those games where it was, it was huge. It was a huge, it's, it is, it's a huge game, but if somebody knows how to play it even halfway decently, they will route anybody on the table at the table right like anyway so balance you gotta have balance there is a great article uh from wired magazine years ago about klaus tiber the designer of Catan. yeah uh and so listener if you're interested in like game design like just type wired Catan, c-a-t-a-n and uh yeah it's super interesting because he he labored over that game for so long to mm-hmm. try to make it fun. And as he would bring it up to his, his family and they would play it. And as soon as his son looked bored, he would just take it all away and like keep going. Cause he's like, I don't want to, yeah. I don't want him to get bored. Um, so. Well, that's yeah. the number one. That's the, that's the, like one of the number one rules of, well, I don't, I, I'm not a board, I'm not a board game maker, but you know, anytime you add a mechanic, you have to add like, is this fun? Like, like so many games look cool and they have all these different moving pieces. And at the end, you're like, like we played like you and I, we, we played uh, Robinson Crusoe. Oh my word. <laughs> and that game, that game, I, I was stressed the entire time the game was trying to kill. I mean, it just, it killed us multiple times. It wasn't fun. Like for right. me personally, there's some people who are like, get really into this. Like let's, let's beat the game. There's, they're not getting me this time. And it's like, I just spent three hours playing this game, setting it, learning the rules, setting it up, playing the game. And we died, you know, like, yeah. But I don't want to spend another three hours doing that. <laughs> you know? Right. I don't know. Yeah. And that's, uh, that's Gloomhaven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's like these games, like what gets you is the opportunity to like have a character, right? right More than right. like Monopoly. Monopoly is just like, I'm a rich person trying to take advantage of my neighbors, which is like, I'm just, a symbol. You, might as well just call it America. And, uh, here in like in like Catan or in Robinson Crusoe or Gloomhaven, those kinds of games, like I'm a character and I'm working with my friend and we can do this. We're smart people. And right. then you die. <laughs> I was like, but at least we die together. Like not like, smart people. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe none of us are because we all bought this game. Yeah. 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 I, I, and, uh, but, and I like co- uh, cooperative games. Like those are like, I didn't grow up. Everything was, I don't know if you know this about me. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of competitive. And so I don't like playing games uh, like a lot because I, I can't help my, I just get so competitive. Like for instance, when you're playing a game, uh, with your people who you consider your friends, but they all gang up on you. Um, <laughs> like, like, like a, like a game like Munchkin or something. And for like five times in a row, everyone kills you <laughs> multiple times. Uh, and then they laugh about it because they think, oh, this is a fun, like this is a game within a game. Like, right. Like, like, let's, let's see how frustrated we can make, make Jeremy. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and it's like, oh, even though there's other people who are about to ready to, to win the game, let's just, he's, he's only at level three. Let's just, you know, kill him some more. So, you know, it, like competition gets the better of me at times, 
Um, yeah. So I like cooperative. Cooperative games are fun. Yeah, you know? Jeremy, I feel like you're misremembering some details in that story, but uh, you you were about to win, and then we made you not about to win. <laughs> so, but not just uh, one time. I'm just saying, like, I'm just yeah, yeah. You were the first who was about to win, and then we all said no. <laughs> I guess. I guess that is the way that Munchkin is played, but still. I wanted to I felt like like Bobby Newport. Like just give it give it to me. I wanna just I wanna win. Give it give it to me. Just give it to me. I'm Jeremy right there. Schmidt has never had a real job in his, this whole game. <laughs> anyway. So I love board games. We could talk about we could have our own podcast about games, but I'm sure there's there's many of those out there. Go play games. Hey, listener, if you've got games that you play, like what are your favorite yeah. games? Why? Like, like let us know because we haven't played all of them. But oh my gosh, board games are so much fun. Yeah. So email us parks and conversation at gmail.com. We'd love to hear what uh, you've got to, going on, what games you play. If you play games, if you need game suggestions. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, I'm such a nerd for games. I watch people play board games on YouTube. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, how do you play this? And then I watch them actually play the game. Like, that was great. And then I remember I made fun of so many people for wa- watching Twitch. You watch right. people play Playing video, video games. games. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, this is worse. <laughs> so I know it's so I, much slower. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, but then they roll the dice. <laughs> uh, well, hold on, hold on. It gives you time to get another cough drop. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So Ben goes to work, and he's back at the uh, accounting agency that he has worked for twice already, uh, and. Uh, Barney is so excited to see him. He calls out for Ted. He's here. He really came. And then we meet Frank, who took the job last time Ben passed up. And Frank is like not impressed, doesn't think Ben is as cool as everybody thinks Ben is. He's like, let's see if you live up to the hype. And uh, and Ben's just like, oh, Frank seems cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> so he's at, Ben's at his desk and they bring in all of the, like he's doing his like starting paperwork. Um, and then they bring him in on it with their toughest case. Uh, and it is a competing family trust, a contested will. It's a whole thing. All of these words they're saying, I'm like, I don't understand why this is hard. <laughs> so, um, but it's difficult. And, uh, and Frank is like, let's see what you got, genius. <laughs> then we have a talking head with Ben and they're staring at him through the window in his office as he's talking, doing the talking head. He's like, if I'm murdered tonight, start the investigation with these two guys. And you have <laughs> Barney, like giddy that, that Ben is here and Frank staring deadpan. And it's like, there's, there's two motivations for murdering Ben in this moment. <laughs> One is like, I'm just so like, I like you cuddle him to death. That would be Barney. And the other is Frank who just glares at him to death. Um, so yeah, so Ben's got the case, he's on the case, he's got work to do. And so they come to the next day, it's Saturday and he's at the firm, uh, and Barney is, uh, really excited the Saturday at the firm with Ben. <laughs> uh, and, uh, so Ben's throwing out some different ideas, dissolve the loan out, file bankruptcy. Uh, and Frank's mm-hmm. like, we yeah. thought about that a month ago. Uh, and then, um, Ben just has this moment. He's like, what if we just dissolve the trust and he starts Duh. laying it all out like a perfect play in cones of Dunshire, <laughs> like the arbiter <laughs> went to the farmer and then overtook the, the ledgerman and all of these different things that it could all work out. 
Uh, and Frank's like, oh, wow, we never thought of that. And then Barney is super excited and he comes back behind him and he holds up a lamp behind Ben. He's like, now say it again, but this time I'm going to turn the light on like you had a great idea. Because <laughs> they're nerds. They're all <laughs> <Yeah>. nerds. <laughs> uh, and yeah, so Ben cracks the case and Ben's just like, I'm just doing my job. Uh, so he's just, you know, not all heroes wear capes. Uh, so fast forward to Monday, then he's in the, uh, office, uh, and he's singing a song <laughs> about coffee. Need a cup to perk me up a coffee in the morning. <laughs> and the whole firm comes in and surprises Ben and, uh, and freak him out, freaks him out. And he's like, we wanted to throw you a pizza party to say congrats for cracking the case. And Aww. so there's context here. That is important. Okay. Ben is just showing up. He needs a cup to perk me up coffee in the morning. Right. <laughs> right. The nerd army comes in and it's like, it's pizza time. <laughs> <laughs> pizza party. First thing, Monday morning. <laughs> so anyway, uh, so Ben opens the first I think, box. I think pizza yeah. parties are one of the greatest inventions of all time. Like we need more pizza parties in life. Yeah. Like, when, when COVID hit, Kathy made the decision, like we're going to have pizza every Friday night. Yeah. And most of, almost every Friday night we did have pizza. Um, yeah. You know, it's just one of those things. It's just like, I've never been sad eating pizza. Yeah. It's just a great way to like, like to celebrate like, Hey, I just renewed my license pizza party. Yes. Right? Yes. Or like the home, the home inspection went through pizza party. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Filed my yeah. taxes. Pizza party. Like I just I just finished some pizza. Pizza party. Pizza party. <laughs> so anytime, anytime, I'll, I'm down for pizza. All right. So, but Ben, that's what we're doing. The box here, and what's inside the box, Jeremy? What's in the box? <laughs> Not that uh, calzones. <laughs> yes, <laughs> calzones, and he loves calzones, and they know. They know. Oh, they know. <laughs> <laughs> that that was probably the creepiest line in the whole thing. <laughs> we know. <laughs> Barney's just like, we know. Why? <laughs> Why do you know this? Uh, yeah, so Ben Ben has a talking head where he's like, I think I made the right choice. And uh, walks back into the kitchenette there in the office. He's like, what's up, guys? And they're like, hey. And he turns around. And this is one of those gifts that we see we, people send. Turns around and just winks at the camera. It's like, yeah, yeah dude. Ben's the hero. And so Rock's he, total rock star at this point. Oh, for sure. For sure. Um, so that's where we're gonna pause with Ben's story. So All right. we'll come back and we'll finish out what happens there. Cause the rest of the Leslie story ties into the Ben story. But first, but first, we need to do a town forum. Town forum. Because we have a couple of emails. Listener, if you want to Yay. send us an email, send us an email at, to uh, this address, parksandconversation at gmail.com. That's it. Send us an email. Um, and uh, the first email that I want to uh, highlight is from uh, listener Christy. Many months ago, Jeremy, we were talking about treadmill generators. And do you remember oh, yeah. this? Yeah, yeah, okay. Totally. 100%. And uh, Christy 
points out that you have a great, this is a great idea. I was less on board with the great idea of it. Um, uh, but Chrissy thinks it's a great idea, but wants you to know that you're late to the party. Uh, there's already a treadmill that generates electricity as you run and gyms are using them. Uh, at this point, they're only available for commercial buyers, not for home use. So, um, story, story of my life, man. Yeah. So the, uh, university of Washington, uh, athletic clubs, uh, at what used to be called heck ed, uh, uses them to help the carbon footprint of the football and basketball programs. So that's cool. Yeah. They're not super efficient, but, uh, technology is progressing all the time. And then she also highlights that the best nachos are tachos, which are nachos made with tater tots, which I think. Oh, wow. Have you not had tachos? No, no. It just, it's just interesting. Uh, because did we, do we go over? So that's, that's just interesting. Cause yeah, no, tachos are the best, but is it a nacho if you don't use chips? I guess, I mean, I get it. It's tacho. You know what I mean? It's like the whole hot dog sandwich debate, right? Like, yeah. I mean, there's no, like, we don't call them nacho chips. We call them tortilla chips. It's true. I, yeah. I'm so just I saying, like, the like combination of, that turns it into a nacho. Anything like if, with cheese on top. Well, hold up. Hold up. Wait a minute. Multiple Ooh. things. It's got to be multiple things. You got to, you got to make a, a variety of things mm-hmm, into mm-hmm. a pile of food. Right. Pile is important. It has to be pile form. Um, but like, what if you had some kind of dessert nacho, which I've been, you know, researching for many years and, and trying to perfect my recipe uh-huh. with like ice cream on top of like broken up waffle cone. Yeah, that works. Or what about, what about those like churro crisp? Uh, yes. Crust? Yeah. Right. Yes. Like the cinnamon, cinnamon sugar, like triangles. It, yeah. At taco time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, I don't think Taco Time's doing the best job of making those. Um, if I, you know, I, I hate to besmirch the time, but uh, I, those aren't very good. <laughs> they are sugary. <laughs> they are that. So, yeah. But okay. Christy, right. we're on board with the uh, the tachos, pulled pork um, tachos, or just pork. straight up like yeah, you know. She says barbecue you know, tachos pork tacho. made with tater tots. So if you throw some yeah. tachos, you throw some tots. Some cheese of some sort, some yep. pulled pork, some barbecue sauce, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. some onions. Yeah, maybe some green onion. Yeah, green onion. Yeah, uh, it it's a great situation. Sometimes, sometimes it's a little, little drizzle of ranch on there is pretty good as well. Yes, yes, <clears throat> yeah, agree. Okay, cool. All right, I'm on we board. Have, good job, Christine. Okay. So we're we know that the treadmills exist and <laughs> uh, tachos. We're on board. All right, uh, this is going in the time capsule. All, all in favor. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, that's they don't do that. That's that's uh city hall, not town hall. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So this is going in the uh the Pawnee Commons time capsule okay. of all the things that matter to the city. Um is all Pawnee, be Pawnee would have the best tachos. Oh like, yeah, no, they like no doubt. <laughs> they would at Ponch Burger, they would probably serve a burger uh like the the gut buster supreme and it has tachos in the burger. Continue. <laughs> I am on board with this. What is? Yes, I, that's all I got. That's as far as I thought about it. So I'll have to. I'll I'll go draw some stuff up. Okay. Can I tell you about my idea about my with my dad. Oh make, yeah, but uh, yeah, but I want to make us. a YouTube a YouTube channel called Fixin with Brian. Uh, my dad's name is Brian, 
and where uh, we uh, decided we were going to fix something, but first we're going to fix a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, is the sandwich broken? No, but like fixins on a sandwich. Like it's called fixin with Brian. And so we're fixing a sandwich and then we'll go fixing something else. <laughs> so, but yeah, it, but, but the, the shtick is that after the sandwich, like you never actually go fix anything. <laughs> I I would be so on board with just having my giving my dad a YouTube channel that is just about him making sandwiches. Like I yeah. I think the world is hungry for this. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. No, no, like like I like I, I you should be like in a shop, right? And like there's tools everywhere. He's got his belt yeah. on. Like you guys are like, you know, it's got the two by four, everything's out there. And like first let's make a sandwich to fuel up and then they you finish it. Like, all right, let's so until next time we're gonna go work on the bathroom. We'll see you. <laughs> see you next week. <laughs> That's that is a really great idea. Yeah. <laughs> The most important thing, man. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say, because didn't you have an idea for a restaurant or did we come up with this where yeah. people bring in their own food to cook? Yeah. No, yeah, that, that's an idea that Darren and I had. Uh, okay. Darren and I, our idea was to call a, make a restaurant called, yeah, we'll make that. And it's just next to a Safeway. You just bring over ingredients. We'll, we'll make it for you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> My dad yeah. and I, our idea for a restaurant is everything on a tortilla. So, Everything on a tortilla. That's right. We've talked yeah. about that. Yeah. Tortilla is the base. And, you mm-hmm. know, we'll, it, you want something, it's served on a tortilla. That's gotcha. So, because uh, tortillas are wonderful. That's a good, a good food delivery system. Yeah. Oh, man. Mm. I am getting hungry. Okay. Pizza uh, <laughs> party. So let's talk about uh, one more email. That's where we're at. Oh, yeah. Emails. <laughs> oh, yeah. Emails. This this email is from listener Nicole, and uh, Nicole opens by saying, "Hello, wonderful people, aka Jason and Jeremy. That's us. Oh. We're the wonderful people. Thank you, Nicole. Oh. Uh, and Nicole, Hi, Nicole. Uh, is uh, says thank you for making this podcast. She's been listening for years, years. <laughs> sort of, yeah, that's what it feels like. And even made it through the July August twenty one brief hiatus." And was very happy when episodes resumed. So, listener Nicole, thank you for for sticking with us. Uh, she always hears the prompts to email at the end of the episode, but never knew what to say or if I should send anything. But I've always wanted to reach out and say hello anyway. So, hello, hello. She loves Parks and Rec and uh, loves being able to rewatch it for the fourth, fifth time. But she does not have a Peacock account, and so mm. listening to this podcast has been able to help her uh, relive each episode again. And this is the greatest affirmation in the whole email here. I love how you discuss the episodes and even enjoy your tangents. <laughs> so this episode is oh, for you, Nicole. Uh, <laughs> uh, maybe someday I'll visit Washington and have some idea of what you're talking about with certain restaurants and places, <laughs> which is great. Yeah. Come that's, on up. That's true. Yeah. Taco time is a uh, <laughs> fast food, casual uh, rest. Uh, yeah. Mexican yeah. restaurant. I mean, what you call it? I, I said Mexican. It's like American. It's like fast um, casual. It's like Taco. Yeah, it's like Taco Bell, but a little bit Way better. Way better. Way better. Way better. Come on. Well, the Taco one by Bell's my house good. is not great. Oh, yeah. The one Taco- by your house is a super sketch location. It's it's hurting man it's 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 a little rough but overall taco time it's a northwest company they're they love they recycle i mean it's awesome yeah taco yeah. time's great their, Sorry. their tots yeah, are so but, good and their 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 hot sauce is amazing so 
Yeah. Agreed. So, uh, come on up to Washington. Go to Duke's. Was that the steakhouse you went to? And or whatever in uh, for homecoming or prom or something. You went to a steakhouse in Tacoma area. Oh, oh, uh, McCormick and Schmicks. I guess McCormick yeah. and Schmitz. That's so good. Oh, Stanley and Seifert's. Yeah, yes, that's the that's one. one. I knew Stanley it was and Seifert's. Name. Yeah, <laughs> somebody's name. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah we then, have good food up here in Portland too. Yeah, I mean we're not in Portland, but no. if you go to Taco Time in Oregon, though, careful. <laughs> Those may be different companies, <clears throat> which is the Taco oh, Time yeah. name. Just watch out. Uh, she's, uh, so Nicole continues. Really happy to hear you guys will continue with the Sure Universe after Parks and Rec. Can't wait to hear the Good Place episodes. Uh, and I just agree. It's a great and underrated show. Um, also, uh, Nicole recommends Emily the Criminal starring Aubrey Plaza. And it is currently on Netflix. And she said it was great. I have, yeah, I've seen the, the preview for that. It looks, yeah, it looks pretty good. So I've not Indeed. watched it yet. We'll have to check yeah. it out. So yeah, thanks, that's, Nicole. That's, that's thank awesome. Thank you, Nicole, for writing. Listener, we would love to hear from you. Uh, we've already asked you for like what kind of cough drops you like, what kind of board games you like. Uh, let us know <laughs> and send us an email, parksandconversation at gmail.com. And uh, let's get back to our main event, the story of Leslie. And uh, she is uh, coming to the end of her time on the on city council. And she is trying to uh, get the Pawnee Commons funding secured before she is no longer on the council. Mm-hmm. And, um, and Jeremy is trying to keep her from doing any of those things. Um, and his goal is to take that money that was designated for Pawnee Commons and use it to put in a new limestone shower in his office. <laughs> Which well, I am now. Sounds awful. I wasn't talking about you. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, so uh, so that's the tension here. And so Leslie, it, her time is counting down. And so she's trying to get uh, this squared away. Um, and so, uh, sh- yeah, so she's mad at Jeremy. She's cut to her in her office talking to Anne on the phone. Um, and uh, Chris comes in after Leslie hangs up and was, says, was that Anne? And I hope you were speaking to her in a calmy voice because babies can hear everything. Baby, if you can still hear me, I love you. And then Leslie points out that the phone is hung up. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and Leslie is like, is like, Jam is being a dinkhead. Uh, can you help me? And Chris is like, uh, I can't play sides, um, but he, he, I want to do it whatever I can. Um, and so Leslie pulls out a chart talking about all the times they've gone head to head, 112 times. And they, they're tied right now, 56, 56. And Leslie's committed to not losing their final battle. Chris, will you help me? And then he stands up and says, no. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Just, no. And uh, Les is like, I thought it was standing up like that. You were going to play, go and go a different way. <laughs> but um, yeah. So Chris is like, I'm on your side and I'll assist you any way I can. Maybe, and he's like, maybe I'll mediate like Dr. Phil only qualified. <laughs> oh man. So they go to see Jam uh, at his house and, uh, and n- knock on the door. Les like, I want to talk about the lockbox. Uh, and Chris is like, I may want to mediate. And he is wearing a referee's outfit. He's got a yellow card. He's got a red card. Um, and so... What's what's Jeremy wearing when he answers the door? A silky kimono. <laughs> With so, no shirt underneath. No, it's unpleasant. 
Um, like much of Jeremy Jam, like it's unpleasant. Uh, and so they come in uh, to his house and Jeremy's like, you got to take your shoes off. This is a house of respect. Uh, and, uh, and says, <laughs> Chris like, oh, my shoes are very clean. <laughs> Jeremy's response is, no shoes you lose. And <laughs> Leslie means, that means you should have shoes, right? <laughs> and Jeremy's like, hmm. No shoes, uh, uh, whatever. This is my dojo. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, like, I got the house a bit of a mess. My wife's, my wife's in Oklahoma for eight months. <laughs> Maybe forever. Maybe forever. <laughs> we'll see if she ever forgives me. <laughs> oh, Jeremy. So sad. My wife's in Oklahoma for eight months. <laughs> Maybe forever. <laughs> oh, you, have, don't you, you have family in Oklahoma. Do I? <laughs> Yes, I do. Yes, my <laughs> sister and her family live in Oklahoma. Wow. My parents were just in Oklahoma and they made it back. Um, yeah. Shout out to Oklahoma. Barely. Maybe like a, a passing whisper to Oklahoma. Hey, Oklahoma. Hey. <laughs> There's people who live there. Uh, so, listener, if you live in Oklahoma, I'm sure it's wonderful. But it doesn't have taco time. So... Uh, then Jerry, uh, Leslie points out that there's a p- bunch of photos of, uh, golfer Michelle Wee, uh, <laughs> uh, and, uh, and Jeremy is like, oh, it's not sexual. I'm just a really big fan of her game. He's like, oh, really? Because that one, she's in a bikini. <laughs> and Jeremy's <laughs> like, yeah, thanks. I photoshopped it myself. <laughs> <laughs> so not sexual. Um, so they're like, let's, uh, uh let's work this out. And, uh, and uh, Jeremy's like, well, I got to hit the hay. Uh, and so I was, like, I was like, let's all stay the, stay the night. We bought the sleeping bags. I'm good to go. Um, and she bought a dress uh, that's a regular skirt from DKNY while they're at the outlet mall. Um, and, uh, and so Jeremy's like, all right, great. <laughs> We're playing hardball, huh? No sweat off my sack. <laughs> uh, this is the weirdest part for me is that they were like, she was going to spend the night. She was prepared, she was prepared to sleep to there s- already. Yeah. To sleep there already. That's just, yeah, that's just bizarre to me. Yeah. I think they really just wanted us to get in Jeremy's house and have oh, it for sure. super yeah. weird. Um, and have a I'm reason for, for us to see his breakfast rituals. Um, <laughs> so the only real thing is I was like, Jeremy's like, you can sleep on the couch. You can get my exercise equipment out of the way. And uh, she picks up <laughs> these like tiny little like two and a half pound two and a half uh, pound weights it was like i think i can handle it with one hand <laughs> so um yeah and uh so next morning jeremy is making them breakfast on a a uh a uh what's that word benihana table what uh, there's a name for it but i can't remember hibachi um, grill hibachi grill thank you and uh yeah so he's making scrambled eggs on <laughs> like a benihana uh and he's like it cost me four grand worth every penny uh <laughs> so and then he is proceeds to be racist, uh, and he he's offering them scrambled eggs eaten with chopsticks as an authentic Japanese breakfast. Um, and uh, so they <laughs> would take eat so that. long. It would. Oh man, I don't well, know. For me, for me personally, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I think part of the hang up for most of the non uh, chopstick using world. Like in America, like we we're taught, leave your fork on, leave your leave your fork on the table, uh, leave your plate on the table, and bring the food to you. But most of the folks that I know who use chopsticks, 
they pick the bowl up, they pick the plate up and they also use the chopstick to just like put it closer to their mouth and like, and so it's faster. I think we just have a hard time thinking like, are, are we allowed to do this? Um, but it's a good point. Given that up, I always just put the plate right to my face and just slide it right in. Nice. All food. My mom was very upset with me at Thanksgiving. Um, nachos are hard then, you know, it's just like one big nacho. Cause they stick together. Yeah. But I mean, can you eat yeah. nachos with chopsticks? Probably. Let's nacho, nacho mask. Um, yeah. There's only one way to find out. There's only one way. So, uh, Leslie is like, hey, let's uh, negotiate while we're eating. And Jeremy's like, nah, what's the rush? Um, and uh, Leslie has some beers and a ma- uh, calendar of his favorite female wrestlers. And Jeremy's like, oh, yeah, you know, right the way to a man's heart. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy is just the worst all around. Um, and uh, and so then continuing on the negotiation, Leslie suggests naming a part of the park, the Jam Zone. Uh, and Jam uh, is saying, all right, what if I like it? What if there's no... Married chicks allowed. <laughs> and Chris pulls out a, a yellow card that is hard to enforce and morally repugnant. <laughs> I didn't say, all right. Uh, well, let's, uh, let's celebrate this progress by these authentic edamame or Tokyo beans. Now, Jeremy, <laughs> how should one eat edamame? Oh, yeah. You, uh, well, I mean, I'm, I'm just going to say how I eat it. I pick it up with my fingers uh, and I kind of, you kind of pop it in your mouth and use your teeth to scrape, pull it. And then the little, the bean, the pods pop out. Right. Or the, no, the beans pop out of the pod and the right. pods usually salted. Uh, and so it's, it's like a, it's a, a bland, a salty bland treat. Yeah. So how does Jeremy say we should eat them? Jeremy Jam, oh, not, not Jeremy, oh, Jer- you. Yeah. Jeremy Jam says you eat, you eat the shell and throw away the beans. Yeah. Yeah. That's wrong. That's don't listen to Jeremy Jam people. Yeah. You have really immersed yourself in Asian culture. <laughs> uh, man, Jeremy Jam is wrong on all the levels, all the levels. Um, and, uh, he's tired of negotiating here. He's bored. We've been going at this for a long time. Let's take a break. Uh, and, uh, he's like, Chris says, well, let's pick it up on Monday. And let's like, no, can't wait till Monday. Got to keep going. Let's change the venue. Let's go do karaoke. Uh, and, uh, Again, this is an Asian art, ancient art of karaoke. Um, and uh, and so Jeremy's on board and they're going to go back in time to Rydell High to sing uh, some songs from Greece. And uh, Jeremy is unable to do the Travolta song. So he's going to be Sandra D. That's more his register. Jeremy Zuko, uh, <laughs> going to be Zuko, which is Travolta. Uh, and they cut to the the place and they're singing the summer nights song. I've never seen Greece. Have you seen Greece? I actually have not seen Greece either. Yeah. I just know I did that... watch I did watch Greece too. So it didn't make <laughs> oh, a lot wow. of sense. <laughs> <laughs> I I just know that Greece is very sexual. Uh and I had a lot of friends oh. who like watched it with their their parents when they were little kids. And it's like I would never want that to happen ever. Um there's a lot of like innuendo. Like this song is like, she was good. You know what I mean? And as Leslie's singing it, she's like making sexual motions. Um, and uh, <laughs> yeah, it was bad. Wait, you, you never wanted to watch it with your parents or you never want to watch it with your kids? I never want to watch it ever. But <laughs> like knowing this much about this song, like this is in there. I just know 
and knowing my, my friends who watch this with their parents, it's like, how did you guys live through that? <laughs> how did you not immediately stab out your eyeballs and your ear holes? Like, and just anyway. Uh, and then we cut to Chris, who is there at the karaoke bar, and he is wanting to buy five DVDs, no 20, no 60. No, that's insane. <laughs> so they buy many DVDs. Um, and uh, yeah, it's just the best thing for Chris. So uh, after that, they you know, are like, hey, this was great. This was fun. And uh, you know, let's get this lockbox figured out. And Jeremy's like, I'm really going to miss you when you're gone. You are my nemesis. You're my Lex. You're my Superman to my Lex Luthor. Leslie, <laughs> like, you want to be Lex Luthor? Yeah, he's rich. Um, yeah. And so Leslie's like, look, I did Zuko for you. Now give me the lockbox. And uh, Chris, uh, Chris, like, this is a good, good uh, opportunity. Let's bring this to a close. And Jeremy's compromises. I will give you my word. I will put it in writing so I can't back out. But the well they won't touch the money for a year and if the economy holds up we can start construction then and chris is like hey you've got your lockbox uh and you scored a triple dragon on your song <laughs> and <laughs> leslie's like no nope, can't wait i want to start it on monday and chris is like no you have his word and he looks at the note and is like and it's riddled with spelling errors but it is binding um and uh yeah leslie's not happy he's like i've done all this stupid stuff for you you don't make sushi rolls out of tuna salad. Maybe you don't. Maybe you don't. Uh, and, uh, and he's like, I just want this one thing. And, and then Chris gives Leslie a red card um, because she's angry and uh, not good attitude. Um, and so they leave. I love, how she, uh, I love how she just like complains afterwards. Like, come on, you gotta be kidding. Like, like it's a, like a soccer a, player. Like in a game. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. So they, um, you know, Leslie's like, Jer Chris says, you should be happy. You beat Jam in the final battle, unless there's something more going on. And it's all about Anne, because Pawnee Commons is how her and Anne met. And so they are um, trying to, she wants to get this thing moving because she knows that they're going to move back to Michigan. And, uh, you know, I was like, I want you to say, like, this is your, this is a thing. And, um, and Chris tells her here, is like, Anne went to go sign a lease on our home. Uh, and he got a job at the University of Michigan, Go Blue, and uh, and Leslie is not happy about all of this because there's no JJ's Diner there. There's no Welcome <laughs> to Punny sign. Uh, it's a stupid state. It's split up into two pieces. <laughs> As somebody from Michigan, all true. Uh, it's all dumb. Um, and uh, yeah, and so Jeremy comes over and he's like, listen, uh, this is an unexpected place, Superman. Um, I don't know what you're going for, but I dig it. And it's like, there's no gambit here. Uh, and <laughs> one of the best lines, uh, who sides with Lex Luthor, by the way, you probably watch million dollar baby and root for the stool. <laughs> Cause in that movie, uh, Hillary Swank gets knocked out and breaks her neck on a stool in the ring. And, <laughs> and then that's how the movie kind of ends. Um, yeah. Have you seen million dollar baby? Oh No. Oh, I spoiled it for you. It's yeah, it's okay. I'm used to it. <laughs> it's uh, I didn't spoil it for you. <laughs> Leslie spoiled it for you. That okay. was one of those movies when uh, Kathy well, I and I, I didn't I, I didn't know how the stool was involved. Like oh yeah yeah did, did the she stool break did she your fight neck. the 
Did she did she fight? No, I, I gathered that when you said it the first time. I'm just saying, like, before you spoiled it, I was like, oh, there must be a stool involved. <laughs> I didn't know how it was involved. Yeah. So and, anytime and you see a stool in the whole movie, like, is this the is stool? This it? Is that it? <laughs> There's just like, it's like it's like tire, you know? Like, oh my gosh, that movie's so good. Uh, I um I went to that movie with my my father in law and my mother in law. Uh, this is when Kathy and I were dating. Um, so Kathy's mom was like, you guys should go to this movie. I heard it's a really great feel good boxing movie. And I was like, I love boxing <laughs> movies. <laughs> so nope. we went to go see it and it was like, it was pretty good. Like it was like all the right, like, like notes of like, look at this, this, this strong woman overcoming adversity, uh, building this relationship with Clint Eastwood, all this different stuff. And then, uh, out of nowhere, out of nowhere, like she gets cold cocked, her neck breaks. <laughs> The rest of the movie is like, she wants uh, Clint Eastwood to kill her. <laughs> oh, and wow. She, yeah. And so, uh, and he does. And so I think he does. What? I, I, I was really like at a loss. Like, what is happening right now <laughs> at the end of this movie? And uh, and my and Donna and I left and we're just like, that was not a feel good boxing movie at all. Brenda does not know things. <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. So, oh, my gosh. Was it there? There was a there was a line with Anne and Michael. No, no, no. Uh, uh, not Anne. Jenna Fisher. Um, Pam in the Shugula. Yeah. Yep. 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 That's from Million Dollar Baby. Yeah. So he does kill her. That's right. Yeah. I and mean, people are oh God, this movie me. well before uh, I came along to do this for you. So. Well, I avoided it. I mean. <laughs> I mean, you were never going to watch this movie. Someday. <laughs> All right. Nah, you weren't. Um, okay. So. Um, Whatever makes you feel better. Yeah. <laughs> I have no problem. Uh, yeah. So they're going to leave. And Jeremy's like, hey, what? Let, the party's not over. Let's come. Let's keep working on this. Um, yeah. So back in Leslie's office. Wait, was Morgan Freeman in it? In I Million Dollar Maybe? Remember. Because that was the next joke. Was like he's not yeah, a big Morgan a big Freeman guy. Morgan Freeman. I, yeah, I, I, I think, think he which was. Which this describes his character even more because he goes, "I find his voice very grating." <laughs> like, yeah. Yes. Like he's got one of the greatest voices of all time, next to James Earl Jones. Yeah. And H. John yeah. Benjamin, and Sam Elliott. <laughs> and uh, anyway. Gilbert Gottfried. So uh, <laughs> the they're back in Leslie's office and. Uh, Leslie's playing this um, BFF slideshow of Anne and Chris like that you're always going to be best friends and Michigan's not that far away um, and uh, and then Jeremy's like or Chris is like I have an idea it's uh, it's not the most ethical thing <laughs> to do but he has an idea and he wants to uh, Leslie consider it a goodbye gift so they go to Jeremy's office and um, and Chris promises to give five IOUs to Jeremy in the next uh, the next council term. And the Jeremy's like, "Wow, this is great. Uh, you must really want that park." And uh, and Les like, "Yeah, I do." Um, and so he's like, I, I do it all for my best friend. And Jeremy's like, thank you. That's all I wanted to hear. You're my best friend too. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So, uh, yeah. So the whole thing was about, yeah. Like these two people realizing they're best friends. Um, and so Jeremy, uh, jam agrees to the deal. They go and they vote. It passes three to two. Um, and let's like, Jam's going to be pissed when you find out that your IOUs are worthless because you're leaving. Because <laughs> like, well, it's not the most ethical thing I've ever done. But on the flip side, Jam is a big, mean dope. Um, and uh, and so he's like, I hope this helps. And um, and then Ben's there and he's like, hey, speaking of Ben, how's your uh, new gig coming along? And he's like, well, I got a raise and my fridge is full of calzone, so I'm not complaining. Uh, and Chris <laughs> says, well, with me leaving, they're going to want a new city manager. And I've already talked to some people. And you have the votes if you want the job. And Ben's like, what? Seriously? Is this for real skis? Like, yeah. Uh, and Ben's like, I mean, wow. I It would be insane to say no. And and so he's like, oh, oh, no. And he realizes he has to go and quit the accounting firm again. <laughs> and so he goes in. Uh, <laughs> and Barney is like, Wyatt, you're late. <laughs> Just kidding. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> and he's like, well, I have some bad news. Today is my last day. <laughs> I got an opportunity. Can say no to. I have to quit. Uh, and I was like, "Oh, I knew it was too good to be true." Um, <laughs> and uh, Ben's like, "But I have a, a gift for you. It's in the break room. Uh, if anyone can appreciate it, it's you guys." And the accounting firm team is there around the table, and they are learning how to play Cones of Dunshire. And uh, <laughs> I love. And they all want to be the ledgerman. <laughs> yes, yes, I love that. <laughs> Because they're accountants. <laughs> they want to keep score. Accountants, yeah. <laughs> so it's like yeah. when Dwight makes when it's like when Dwight makes a the avatar of himself in Second Life and it's just him yeah. exactly the same, yeah. but he can fly. <laughs> they're like, so you just want to be accountants in this fantasy game where you could be kind of like anything else cool. Nope. Keeping score. Right. At that time, my first life was so great. I literally thought I could make a second life. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So that's, uh, that's this episode. And uh, there's a lot crammed in here and cones of Dunshire will not go away. It will come back multiple times. Um, and, uh, it'll save the day yet again. So yeah. Jeremy, any other thoughts? I mean, this was a longer episode. Any other thoughts on this? No, this I, one? I, we covered, I mean, we covered it all. There's, and there's more. really, and, and yeah. And more, there's not much to say left i mean other than uh you know what's next week well next week we are talking about season six episode nine uh andy gets back from london he's got jet lag and uh i'm scrolling through the script here because i didn't open up imdb to look uh <laughs> we see ingrid some Dr. Saperstein's in it. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be a good episode. Ron's in it. Second, remember what second it is? chunts. Second chunts. Chunts? Yeah, hmm. that's what it says. It's got a picture of Jerry on the IMDb picture, so he must say something wrong. I guess. Um, <laughs> I just see this Councilman Dexart line. Uh, I was also engaged in inappropriate texting. Sexting? And text Mexteen, which is where sent <laughs> photos of your junk from the restroom of a Chili's to go. <laughs> I'm just scrolling and that's what showed up. I was like, okay. <laughs> that happened. Um, oh, wow. Awesome. Well, yeah. I mean, after that, I don't know what else there is to cover. That's it. All right. Purds in it. Oh, uh, done. So, yeah. Come back. 
Come back soon, everybody. We'll we'll be here eventually. <laughs> but for real, let us know. I'm 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 kind of I'm. I'm always serious, but serious. It would be awesome to know, like, what kind, like, if you guys play board games. Like, I know we already have asked multiple times, but just before you go, like, seriously, write in. Let us know about board games. Let's chat, and uh, it'd be it'd be awesome. Yeah, parksandconversation at gmail dot com. Also, tell your friends if you like the show. If you hate it, tell your enemies. Uh, and uh, yeah, we uh, we like the show. Yeah, I like it. It's good. Yeah. I mean, it's technical problems aside, it's it's pretty fun. So, all right. Well, well let's wrap it up there, and uh, we will uh, be back soon. Okay, bye. <laughs>